and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 213. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside Crash. We're beefing. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. I've decided. I've decided right no. now. We are beefing. You get in and out of these beefing moods and we never beef. We are no, we're beefing. Not. We're not friends anymore. No, we're not. And I never want to see your face again. No, we're not. You said some mean things to me. No, I didn't. We started. Wait, what? Yo. I was recording the whole time. Did okay, you say put it out. Put not? out the audio. I couldn't do that to you. I don't expose people. Uh-huh. Put out the whole I... unedited audio. No way. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> no way. People will see my true colors. How dare they? Oh, Chris, what have you been up to? Uh, geez, I've been around. I'll tell you what you've not been doing. What? You ain't been streaming. Um, What is that? Chris, you've retired. Tell everyone. Announce it right here on my Xbox made that you've retired. I can't retire in something that I've never had a career in. You disrespectful fuck. And now tell people what you said to me after you said that. <laughs> no, now tell I'm people good. what you said. Go I'm on. Good. You tell can't, them. Wait, wait. You can't have me air out the shit I said when you don't air out okay. all the stuff you said. I'm That's unfair. Anything. You don't... You'd say this thing about what I do a lot where I take conversations we have off the podcast and add them to the podcast, right? I air some dirty yeah. laundry me and you have. You do that all the time as well. Yeah, Except it benefits you, so you don't like talking about it. I mean, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. Is this a therapy session all yeah, of a sudden? Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. It's not my Xbox and me this week. It's uh, my therapist and me. I'm just chatting. I'm the therapist today, me. Crush. Uh, the client is Fix. Definitely. What have you had on your I'm mind, Fix? <laughs> Dude, I did not want to do the show this week. I really just... Uh, I woke up this morning and I was like, ugh, it's one of them days. Mm. Do you ever get those days where you just wake up and you're just like, I'd rather do anything but what I need to do today? Yeah. Do you ever get that? Yeah, a lot. Oh. It's like an everyday no, thing. I, I oh, okay. No, I only get it like every every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that's why I, I stream and you don't. I was going to make a comment, but I'm not going to make the comment. Because your statement was untrue. In the morning, waiting for you, Chris. What? I was up until two o'clock in the morning, waiting for you to go live. I sat with my iPad, just staring at my Twitch screen. Don't say, don't worry. He's gonna go live soon. I was trying to fix my sleep schedule. I messed it up again. You did tell me. I'm not gonna lie. And I was so tired. I I contemplated streaming tired, but I was like, it's just gonna be horrible. That's never. I'm gonna hate it, and everybody who's watching is gonna be like, oh, yeah, this is enjoyable, and they're gonna slowly leave. You know, it's going to be all normal me by myself. Normal stream for us then. Yeah. <laughs> normal stream for both Yo. of us. <laughs> if you don't know, my Xbox and me is our weekly Xbox podcast. We do talk about Xbox, I swear. But we're trying to fill out an episode this week because there is no news. There's literally nothing. Uh, if you somehow want this show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Google Play Store. Um, not SoundCloud, I check crap. Um, you know, all those places. Rate us, review us, do all that. Thank you to everybody who turned up for the game night. Shout out to Paul, shout out to Tony, shout out to Ollie, Tony's friend, shout out to Little Dozo, shout out to Little Smitty who then turned up and then realized he didn't have the game installed. I wish I was there for that rip for him we only played for about two hours it was so quiet it was weird you know like it was one of those where like i'm glad it happened i'm glad we did it like it's done but i'm gonna i'm calling that i'm calling that uh what's his tag i know his real name um what's paul's tag which ah uh, ball uh, p- uh proper bo oh 
I'm calling that proper BO. How dare you have the audacity to ever say you should bring back game night? And I've not seen you at one. We've done three now. Nah? This is our third month in a row. And you've not been to one of them. You even streamed the last one. This last one I streamed. So you could have popped in chat if you just not have the game. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Chat, dead. The community game night, dead. No one really spoke. It was kind of weird. I'll be honest. It's just me and Paul. I also want to point out, time. Um, I realized after the community game night happened, uh, the time zone you put for Eastern Standard Time, incorrect. I didn't put that, so it doesn't matter. Mm, whoever did it was incorrect. It was Ricky. Ricky. But shout out to Ricky anyway for reminding um, people. I, Ricky, did, I don't ever put Eastern Ricky Time Zone. I just put time GMT. Zones. Always. You put huh? Eastern Time Zone. You were the first one to me? put Eastern Time Zone. Yeah. And then no, Ricky copied your post. Yeah. No, I did. I never do it. Yeah. I don't do the translation. Look, don't. I like Ricky, so I'm not blaming Ricky. <laughs> so, so I'm blaming, blaming me. So you don't like me. So, okay, good, good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, we've got no Patreon producer this month. We've also got no topic of the show. We're just going to do fan questions, a tiny bit of news, the charts this week, and then games with gold, and we're getting out of here. Short show, I'll be honest with you. If this gets past half an hour, you're lucky. We can make it. You're lucky. We could, but am I in the mood to? We'll see. Mm, okay. We'll see. First question in Fixer Sack. Remember, you can email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. You can post on the Facebook group questions and you can post in our Discord, which is MC Fixer. I need to promote that on my Twitter or something. I've noticed I've never promoted the Discord ever. It's just from people in my chat, that's ever, my Twitch chat that's ever seen it. So I should probably do some sort of promo for that. Probably, but you don't like Twitter. Pro- We're not doing this. We are not doing this, bro. I'm trying to fill up the you're, show. You're, you said we have we're a not doing show. this. You definitely want us to air our grievances <laughs> together on this week's show. We're not doing it. Look, you said we have a short show. We got to try filling it out. We do have out. a short show. I'm trying to add some air time. You're just trying to add our friendship to be over. Fix. But you're going to try and make it be my fault. Fix. We've been, you know, friends for how long? Oh. Jesus. The stuff Eight, we've been through, yeah. if the friendship was supposed to end, it would have ended a long it time ago. Ended. Good point. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. Um, so when are you going to leave us like everybody else? It's been, a, uh, it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. So, you know, everybody has left. Been? I don't know, man. You've done you've done more episodes than what I probably... Ooh. Um, you've, I reckon you've done more episodes than Ross at this point. Nah. Really? Yeah, because Ross left relatively early on. Like, it, it doesn't seem like it, because it was the start. Yeah. But I think he only did, like, 50 episodes? I don't think I've done 50. What, plus all Have your I? other ones that you've done? Maybe. Like, obviously, consecutively, I wouldn't say you've done 50. Right. But, but like, overall. plus all your guest appearances and stuff like that? Surely. I don't know. I'm not going back and checking. There's no way. Yeah. Maybe Ross did less than 50. I don't know. I'd have to check. I definitely titled it, like, Goodbye Ross. So I could find that one out easy. And then Ke- you probably- Kevin. So Ross, Kevin. Joe. Amy. You. Snowbite no, Mike. Snowbite Mike. You. Hmm. I'd be interested. I wonder. I wonder. Did you see I put out a tweet inviting everyone back? Yeah. Everybody got back to me, except uh, for who? Snowbike Mike. Oh no, two people didn't get back to me. You're right. But you didn't you tag Snowbike Mike in that, did you? 
I might not you, have. You, not, you didn't know. I disrespected Snowbound Mike. I didn't even mean to. Yeah. That was mad disrespectful. I didn't even mean to. Absolutely. Damn. You should get on. That must have looked mad shady. Yeah, that that actually like thinking about it, like you. (laughs) Now I'm looking back. I'm like, I didn't even. I just forgot. Because somebody who knows stuff like that's shady. That's definitely shady. Someone who would intently do something shady, that would have been shady. I didn't even mean to do that. That was just totally. That was totally a mishap. Like I did not mean that. Huh. Interesting. I tagged Joe. Yeah. Joe said he'd do it. Yeah. Joe said he'll do it. Uh, Ross said he'll do it. The only person who didn't say they'll do it was you. You didn't comment. Number one, you didn't comment. Uh, can I be honest? You didn't comment, which I found interesting. Wait, but, okay. <laughs> Why am I supposed to comment? Well, you could say, "Yeah, I'm done." You know, you could. We you, speak enough you love person. Twi- you love Twitter. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. wait. First Maybe of all, you should use it to reply to tweets. First of all, me and you talk so often that I could yeah. just tell you when we're talking. Yeah, but it's not for us. It's for public. It's for it's for the listeners. See, me likes that tweet. Got, yeah, like, and we're mentioning tweet. it on the podcast. The listeners are hearing it. That's true. It's true. Do you know what I love is all the new people that have come in to the podcast like this last two weeks. Because the numbers are higher. They're gone again now. They definitely checked out by now. <laughs> like these two are just like petty marriage couple. What the <laughs> hell? What the hell is this? I swear it's meant to be an Xbox podcast. We'll get back to it. First question. Sorry, Mike, I didn't mean to not at you, I promise. On the back of a conversation uh, in Twitch on the Twitch stream on Monday, we spoke about Fallout and Skyrim being broken games. My question is, is the ability to be able to send out day one updates and periodic updates, etc., almost giving permission for games to be shipped out, not completely finished, from Eldozo? Short answer... Is it giving um, game publishers permission to? Yes, because the problem is us as consumers, we buy them still. Yeah. The only way that this stops, and we we were talking, you're right, we were talking about Fallout and Skyrim um, being broken games, and I think, to be fair, that's any open world game is going to have problems. Yeah. It's going to have problems. You cannot test for everything. You can't QA everything. You can't. It's impossible. The funny thing is with those games and Bethesda as a whole is the problem is they put out so many games that are broken. Yeah. And it's always a lot of times like in between Skyrim and Fallout games, it's a lot of like repeatable stuff that are, it's the same thing that's broken every time. Got you. Again, I don't play those games in depth enough to know. Like a last game that I read over in Bethesda wise would have been Fallout 4. Um, yeah, it had problems, but I loved, I remember enjoying Fallout 4 a lot. Because it's my first Fallout game as well, so um, it only gives people, it only gives publishers permission to do this if we keep supporting it. Simple. If Eldozo, the point, the point I would make is not even. Let's not even just talk about Bethesda. It's like how many games have you bought that you knew were broken? Like I've done it. Like WWE, I've done it. Like where oh, NBA, NBA is perfect example. NBA was super broken. And I was like, I don't care. I want to play NBA. Like I want to play that game. Am I in the wrong for doing that? Because I want to enjoy this game. No, I don't think I'm in the wrong for doing that. But I can't then come on my podcast and trash NBA. Yeah. Which I haven't. I never have because I knew what I was going into. I think it's hard. It's a really hard question. It's a good thing that day one updates and obviously updates 
happening more frequently are a good thing. They're only a good thing. Things yeah. get fixed way quicker than they ever did. Um, things are noticed quicker, stuff like that. But when you purposely put out a game that you know is broken because you need to meet uh, end of year um, finances or keep shareholders happy, that's when I find the problems come in. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think you can't... Games have never been perfect in the terms of like games have come out and there's never been a bug. Games have yeah. always come out with bugs. We've just sort of associated more... We've associated the bugs less as bugs and more so negative things about the game, right? If that makes sense. Kind of, okay. I get where you're going. Um, and nowadays that's not really the case anymore, right? They're bugs. We expect games to be flawless, right? We talk about Fortnite all the time. You go into yeah. Fortnite, you don't really come across many bugs in Fortnite. No. That sort of experience... Absolutely. Is it still Which is crazy. Still in bail. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. Um, so that's kind of the experience we expect more. But as games get bigger in general, the more bugs will start to pop up. Because the more you start adding to games, the more possibility there is of something going on in the back end that QA might not be able to test. That maybe it's on your specific console on that specific update that that might not work. I um, think the more we get into, obviously, this next generation is going to be super interesting like the one scarlet and ps5 drop because clearly support for ps4 and xbox one are not stopping like that's never that's not going to stop yeah we've, we're definitely at that place where now uh, i expect an og xbox one and an xbox one s to be supported for the next f four years maybe of that next of the next life cycle and then I think they'll stop support for it and just do X games and onwards until the next generation yeah. comes again. Yeah, I'd say three to four years would be like a good, a good but time. But the period. thing is, you would expect more bugs and more brokenness in a game that's being run on. That's cool that we got to compare it to like a PC, right? It's like an Xbox, an OG Xbox One can play Cyberpunk. Yeah, but it's running on low settings. Yeah. So you'd expect that to have more technical problems than if you're running it on Scarlet or a PC. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's it's an interest. We're in an interesting place. I think for the question at hand, publishers use it, and because we allow them to at the end of the day, and as long as we keep allowing them to do it, they're gonna keep doing it. Yeah. Simple. I mean, it's Simple. the thing is like, once they get people's pre-orders, they're more incentivized to release the game no matter how it is. Yeah, well, you've seen the stuff with Square at the moment. They've just started taking payments for uh, Final Fantasy Special Edition. I know it's not Xbox, it's PS4, but... Ooh, really? Um, they, started taking, they started taking payments for the Special Edition now. It doesn't oh. come out until next year. And on the one hand, I understand it, because they are a Special Edition, like they want to get the money early, they want to make sure that... They're a business. And again, I, I know I always do kind of side on the, on the side of businesses, because... I run a business myself, and I think it, like it's hard for me. Me, I'll talk about my business as a whole. Patreon. I had of the thirty people that support me on Patreon this month, I had seven declines. So, what I'm trying to say here is, so people are able. They've just taken all the content, so they got my Xbox and me early and everything else, but now they've not paid me. Right. That's the only you can't do that. Like, that's not... And don't get me wrong, I'm sure it's just they've changed bank cards. I'm, I'm lucky enough my community is very nice that I can just sort of send out a message, be like, hey, blah, 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 blah. I've got a bot set up that automatically sends messages and stuff like that. So it's not really a problem. 
but imagine that from a widespread like you can't do that there's no you can't buy something and then not pay for it and then expect it to come it's just a weird a weird old scenario to be in i think I, if you buy something i think you should have the money and pay for it straight away that's just how i've always done things yeah if you pre-order a game why can't you just put the 60 pound down no yeah i like, get that you want you want the game we want to, we're making the game you know you want it that bad, then just pay the sixty pounds or yeah. the sixty dollars, I should say. I mean, like, if you why do you put a fiver down or a tenner down? Like to me, it's just like to let them know. It's like, well, then just pay for it. Oh, I might not have the money. Then wait until you have the money to buy it. Yeah, I mean, like if but, you think about it, like when betas are available for pre-order as well, people don't actually buy the game for the no beta. They'll just go on Amazon where you don't even have to put five down. You put yeah. literally nothing down and they just send you a code. Yeah. So yeah i mean this is like yeah this point's kind of tricky because it's more it's also yeah because it's also on developers some developers don't put out buggy games but like stuff happens well we'll find out with cyberpunk i think cyberpunk's the perfect example if a game like of that uh with that amount of polish and that amount of love and that amount of support and just everything if that can come out and have no problems at all then it's gonna make Bethesda look even worse for when for when Skyrim. Imagine Skyrim Six comes out and it's buggy again. Yeah. People are, people are going to love it. Some people are going to love it, but you're always gonna have people like me and that who are gonna go well, look at Cyberpunk. It come out and was perfect. Why yeah. not? That's if we'll see. We don't know. I'm not yeah. saying it's perfect, but I'm saying if it did, it's like, well, why are we supporting yeah. a buggy mess anymore? No. I do feel like the industry has definitely moved though, moved on to like not supporting buggy messes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean like honestly if Fallout 76 had come out like a few years prior, I don't think it would have gotten the negative press that it did. I feel like there's a bigger case to be made before that 76 though. I feel like it's the whole single player games, we care about them. Then a year off they come out with a multiplayer full there. And no, it's a yeah. month a bunch of other stuff. It's not just the game's bad. True. That's very true. At least I think. No, yeah. Uh next question. It's the season to be jolly, and Seb has this to say. He says, Are you expecting uh expecting a video game related present this year? Christmas is on the brain from Seb Longhurst. Um no. Not this year. I'm not. I'm not expecting any presents this year, though. To be honest with you, I've I have totally, 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 totally this year. Chris, Christmas this year for me is a weird one. I'm going to my mum's, which is going to be like the second time in. Been with Haley Lily ten years, so the second time in seven years that I'm going to go to my mum's house for Christmas dinner. So I'm not really sure what to expect there, and like because we're back, we because we're living where we live now. I'm like, I'm not spending any money on anybody. And don't anybody spend any money on me <laughs> this year. I'm like, don't, don't. I'm not, like, I'm generally not not doing it this year. Like, this year is the year to save. And that includes into 2020, unfortunately. Right. I'm like, just don't buy me nothing. I don't expect anything, so don't buy me anything. Perfect. So, right. yeah, we'll see. And you don't really do Christmas, right? Nope. So no, no Christmas presents for you? Nope. Not at all. None. None. Well, let's end that one. Um, <laughs> we got another one coming which says, Can we have a deep dive into Fallen Jedi Order? I know I'll have some cash spent over Christmas and need to know if it's worth the purchase from Little Smitty. So, you played 
Um, Star Wars. Yes. I have played Star Wars. How far in are you? Um, I'm somewhere. I came back to the first planet you go to. Is that part? Okay, that must be part of the game or something. Yeah. So whenever that happens, so I'm considered like the third planet because the third the third time I'm going to a planet for like a story purpose. Other right. than the um. Other than the uh, Don't main. That. No, the <laughs> the first place you go to with the tower and everything. I'm not counting that. Okay. I I I don't like it. I'll be honest. I think I've come down on the fact I will beat it because to have a formed opinion in the way I look at games, to have a formed opinion and to be able to really speak on it, I need to finish the game. The game's not that long. Um, but from what I've played so far, it's it's just not it's not what I want. And not and to be fair, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Um, Star Wars Episode One's the best film. Jar Jar Binks the best character. Like that's not memes. That's me being deadly serious. Like those are my favorite characters. People actually generally think I'm memeing. I've been saying Jar Jar Binks is my favorite character since I started podcasting, doing the Duck Hunters podcast. Well, that's not a joke. Yeah. So you can go back and find that information um, elsewhere. But if I was a Star Wars fan, I can see why this would be amazing. One hundred percent. Like I, I, the the design, the sands, the, the all of it, but because I played Sekiro, Sekiro, Sekiro early on in the year, all I do is compare it to that game, and its camera is wonky as all hell. Its combat doesn't feel fluid, doesn't feel um, tired. It it just doesn't work. It's that mixture between uh, an action game and a Ball, uh, a Souls-like game. It's the yeah. mixture between both, and it doesn't work. You can't have both. Either it needs to be full-on action-adventure, or it needs to be full-on tight controls, parrying, like, all of it. Yeah. I- I've died... The camera The camera is so infuriating for me. I have um, died so many times because of the camera. I saw you tweet that. I don't think I've had that big of an issue with the camera. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I can't stand the camera. Yeah, it is a weird case of where it's like, I think if it didn't come out this year, I probably would be a bit more positive on it, but I did have Sekiro this year. And then on top of that, I am running into like frame rate issues and all those type of things that I don't run into when I play Sekiro. Um, Yeah, the one thing I will say is I definitely went on and said about the frame rate issues. Since I've switched over to performance mode, it's a hell of a lot better. Like, I've not had as many problems with frame rate and stuff like that. I did have my sand drop out. Uh, I did have my Xbox hard lock up on me. Um, so, there are still problems with the game. I think, for me, this is how I would say it. Do you like Star Wars games? Yes? Perfect. You're a Star Wars fan. Then you're going to get a... Generally, seems like a really interesting and fun Star Wars story. From what I from what I can make out, again, I'm not a Star Wars fan, so I don't really know. Um, do you like action adventure games with a steep learning curve? Yeah, I feel like that's what this game is. And yeah, if you've not played a Dark Souls, a Bloodborne, a Sekiro, then I think you're going to think this game's fantastic. I think you're going to think this game's amazing. I think you're going to think this game does new things. I think you're going to think all of that. But if you have played those games, you're only going to compare it to those and you're going to be like, this isn't as good as any of those games that I've mentioned. 
But if, you've, if you're the type of person who's not into those games, this is the perfect start-off point for you. Because it's, it's also a franchise you care about. Yeah. And it's it's not as hard as yeah. those games. Yeah. Um, also, another thing I would ask you is, what are you playing it on? What do you plan on playing it on? I think it'll be fixed before Christmas, though. You think so? Okay. Yeah. For, That's fair. I know you're would, saying that the... Yeah. Um, because it's still rough S. for me on the S. Yeah. So uh, maybe an OG would be absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't heard anybody playing it on an OG, so I have no clue. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend like if you do planning on it, keeping an eye out on the patches that they've released for the game and seeing sort of the state it's at at that point in time, in terms of frame rate, frame rates and stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely think it's a game you need to do your research on to know where how, where it stands and how good it is and how it's running and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I feel bad about this game because I've really wanted it, and now I have it. I can't bring myself to play it. Like every time I go to play it, I'm like, oh, okay, do I have to? Do I like? And again, it's just because I never beat Sekiro, so. In my head, honestly, I'm like, I'd much rather go back and start Sekiro over again than play this. Damn. Yeah. Um, the first two days I was playing it, like, I really wanted to play it. But then the deeper I was getting into the game, the more frame rate and hiccups I was having in the game, which got annoying. And it started happening in boss fights and stuff like that. And it's like, uh, for a game where, like, timing is important, this is next to... <laughs> Fix isn't going to like that I say this. Unplayable. It's not really unplayable, but... It's not an enjoyable it's not, experience. Yeah, no, it's not unplayable. You can't say it's unplayable. Yeah, no, no, no. It's definitely playable. It's just... It's not something I'd want to I, play. I, again, even my my frame rate issues never came during combat. I've always had them just when I'm traversing through the mm-hmm. world. I yeah, that's where really most of them the traversal. come. Uh, the traversal's cool. Like, the, tra- the traversal's even, like, platforming. Like, like it's not really platforming. The no. only part that you'll me- mess up on is when you have to jump and grab the rope. Other than that, like, you shouldn't be really messing up on the traversal. Yeah. I, but I just don't... I don't find it fun. And the problem is, there's moments in that game where it's like, there's no fast travel. There's yeah, no fast I travel to go like back that. to the ship. There's no... Um, the, the checkpoints when you die from certain things, you're like, you, you travel far enough. It's far. It's not far away, but it's far enough away that it just becomes an inconvenience. Yeah. And well, I get like, it. Well, why I, am I not right there? I get what they were going for. They were going for that Souls experience, but I don't think it suits this game super well. I don't um, think so either. And to touch on your point earlier about the combat being like more actiony, there are abilities that feel super actiony that when I use them, like the one where you um, charge at the guy, you hold yeah. Y and you charge at them. Yeah, yeah. Half the time I would use those, it wouldn't connect on the smaller enemies. Oh, yeah. And maybe that's the case of they don't want that to work on the smaller enemies. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right when I play it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like we're bagging in the game, which... We're I, also not Star Wars if, people, so take everything uh, we say with a grain of salt. I was just about you know? to say that. I think if you listen to other people that are into Star Wars, love Star Wars, I think people have come out and definitely said, this is the best Star Wars game in a while. Um, yeah. I've seen so, a ton of I've seen a ton of people saying it's their game of the year. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, definitely isn't mine. Definitely isn't mine. I haven't finished it yet. Maybe, maybe it all turns around. Maybe after. I did hear after like a certain point in the game that everything clicks together, yeah. and to me that sounds sort of like reminiscent of Sunset Overdrive. For a lot of people, once you got the air dashing, they oh, said like the yeah. movement in that game clicked together, and I'm like, I get that, 
but in Sunset Overdrive, you get it like the first three or four hours, I think. Yeah, I love that game. Just oh, that game's really good. Um, so yeah, that's my favorite. To think about Sunset, really does. Get a PlayStation. Uh, I've got yo. I've got a PlayStation. <laughs> I dare you, sir. Next one. Uh, will you spend the last few weeks of the year mopping up older games or start something new? From Ben Nova. I'm currently trying to do... I've got 10 games I need to beat by the end of the year. Um, me and Crash streamed... Oh, I streamed um, World War Z yesterday and played... Played it for four hours. Um, I've got, like... Yeah. We've got, like, one... We've got five missions left to do. Yeah. Five chapters left to do, which about be about an hour, hour and a half max, um, as long as we don't die. So that's the next game. Then I'm going to go on to Star Wars and absolutely destroy that. Then I'm gonna go on to Outer Worlds, do that. Then I'm gonna go on to um, uh, I don't know what's next after that. Need for Speed probably. Like, there's a lot of shorter experiences. I've, I know that I've got. I have to get through all these games by the end of the year. Have to, because I can't. Again, I remember it wasn't last year or the year before, but I remember one year that we did like a top ten game of the year list. And if you haven't beaten games, you can't do a list. Simple. And the beginning of the, especially for a YouTuber and YouTube content, like if we we can't do a my Xbox to be top ten list if we haven't beat all of the relevant games around the top ten. Yeah, you you just can't. And like, there's, I I don't know, man. Because I find it because it's my job, I do feel like I have a responsibility to beat games. Like that is kind of what people want to know. They want to know what was the best game of this generation, what was the best game of this, what was, and when you haven't beaten enough games i don't feel like you can have really enough of a say on it some people disagree some people feel like and i think you probably feel like you can play up to a certain point where you understand what the gameplay mechanics are you don't need to see the full experience and roll credits but for me it's a case of i want to start and finish this journey and then that's when i make my conclusion make my my thoughts up where it's not just the story it's not just the gameplay right now i know star wars gameplay loop I, yeah. not, like I know it um, already. Like there's gonna be extra abilities and stuff that you're gonna unlock, but I know the loop already, and I've just started the game okay. really. But I don't feel like that should be my full opinion yeah. right now. You can. I'm very sour on the game right now. That definitely could turn around in an extra two, three, four hours, or maybe it will take to the end of the game for it all to click. Like everyone has that moment. I feel like, and whether that so... moment is still you think the game is bad, that's fine. But you need to experience it all to have that, I think. So, a question. Um, I can't stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say you're playing a 30-hour game, yeah. and the game takes 15 hours for it to get good. Get good. Yeah. Get good. Um, do you think that's something that's on the positive side? That it gets no, good at some point? No, I don't think it's positive. Point? I don't think it's positive. I think okay. it's... But it is my job... Me, I can only talk from my perspective, but it is my job to f get to that point where it's meant to get good. Got it. Okay. So I can no. see if it gets good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like so a lot like... of people, a lot of people do the thing nowadays. And again, because it comes down to time, it comes down to money, it comes down to a lot of things. Again, I'm in a very privileged position where I do get sent games, so they don't cost me sixty pound. Um, I do have a lot of time to play games because of it's my job to play games. Um, so. I'm in a different position to compared to little Smitty at home who's got a daughter and is renovating his house and 
again, everyone, and that's the thing that people always do. I hate it when people say, I haven't got time, I haven't got time. No, we all prioritize different things differently. I prioritize beating video games. Like, I will I will take this whole week, like this whole week, for instance, like, I'm not going out. I'll literally, I went swimming yesterday, I'll go to the gym today, and then I'll come home and I'll play games. Like, it's my job to beat games, where other people are like, oh, I can't be bothered. And yeah, I can't be bothered either, but it's my job to do that, so I have to. Where other people were like, like you, you would rather listen to an album instead of beat a game that you need to beat. Need to beat, in quotes again, because you don't need to do anything. Yeah. But... I just I take it I do take it take it as my responsibility to do it. People want to know my opinion, and I do this podcast for that reason. If you're listening to it, you do it. You listen to this podcast because you want to know what's going on in the gaming industry, and you want to hear my opinions on what to play, what is good, what was good that year, what was good this week, blah 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 blah. blah. Little Smitty's wrote in about Star Wars. I should have really beaten Star Wars. Like that's my job too. I should have beaten that game by now. It's only twenty hours. The story. But got just because got start Pokemon destroyed me, but I shouldn't have really beat Pokemon yet. I should have waited because I do an Xbox podcast, not a Nintendo podcast. It's prioritizing those moments and stuff. So, yeah, it's a hard one. But um, I I choose to mop up instead of starting new. And I think my advice to anybody who wants to beat more games is start a game, beat a game, move on. Start a game, beat a game, move on. You can have your games that you go back to where you play call of duty multiplayer and stuff like that but don't start another story driven game start a game beat the game move on yeah if, if you want to beat games people especially now with with game pass and uh, games with gold and psn games and um what's the the epic game store free games and stuff like that like our attention can be dragged in so many different places start the game if you want to actually beat more games, is what I'm saying. Start the game, beat the game, move on. Don't jump in between five different games. It doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't. It won't, I agree. it won't ever work. Like you can't do that. You can't. That's also like that'll get that could also get you dissatisfied in all five different games you're playing. That's whereas exactly. one of those games you could have absolutely loved, but the fact that you're mixing it in with four other experiences just sort well, of i think it's taste. that point of where people are oh this is a bit slow and this is a bit well that's because you're playing this game which is slow and then playing that game which is really fast and then playing this game that's medium length and then like you're mixing so many different experiences in one i try and treat games like a film i won't watch half a film then watch a half a film with another film and then watch half a film with another film and then what you like no that's not how you that's not how the art was made, and that's not how it's meant to yeah. be experienced. No, absolutely. Like, I know you do that. Like, you can tell by your face, especially... You I don't know, do that. I, I watched half of Avengers. Wait, 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 like, wait. How did you watch half? The la- over the last like, two days, the day before yesterday, I watched half of Avengers. I got an hour left in Avengers, and then yesterday, I watched uh, half of The Irishman, which just came out on Netflix. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, I just don't... I don't want to watch the movies anymore. The, it's the equivalent of me yeah, getting up and walking out of the movie theater. I don't plan on finishing them. Got you. Okay. So yeah, you don't you don't enjoy that experience, dude. You don't really enjoy anything lately, right? I like. I'm stuff. noticing this trend. I'm noticing this trend. I like I'm stuff. About it. Look, like I, what though? The way I am, I don't want to spend time on something that I'm not enjoying. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, that's but as when, simple as it is. So, because you don't get games for free all the time and stuff like that. Yeah. So, do you not find that frustrating? Like a game like Star Wars, you paid for that. Star Wars, yeah. Um, like, 
that must be super annoying that like you've bought a game that you wanted to play and experience and now you just don't play it yeah no star wars for sure is probably the most frustrating which is also why i'm like as sour as i am on on star wars um but i think for the most part i do tend to give games a fair shot are you i feel like you fall in the bracket of like people like xclad uh, not xclad sorry game pass like outer worlds you started that yeah but because you didn't pay for out of Worlds, i didn't feel incentivized you, didn't, to going you don't care you're like oh you, again same with after party because you didn't pay oh after party even after if i party. paid for that i wouldn't have finished it no but i'm saying but you're even more so like your attention true such, yeah, like, yeah no no absolutely like, oh i don't care anymore like it doesn't matter um because i don't you know pay the money for it so you don't have that that investment for it i, I don't know like, anyway. i don't know if i would have paid 60 dollars for outer worlds to be honest um interesting as a $60 I even I if I bought Outer Worlds was it? was it 40 I don't know I don't I don't know I'll check if I bought Outer Worlds I still don't know like I still plan on finishing Outer Worlds yeah yeah, yeah it just didn't pull me in as much as I thought um but yeah I can't check yeah I hear you it's interesting it's interesting I do I do I think it's just different ways of looking at it right yeah Again, you play a lot more games that are games of service as well. Yeah, I do. So you're you you will sit in a world like that where for me I can't do that because of the nature of my job where I I, I feel like I can't just sit. You play a lot of league. It's like I can't just play league or I couldn't yeah. even siege. Like my business took a huge dip when I just played siege. I tried that, it didn't work. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. But for me, yeah, to answer the question, I will be mopping up and finishing all old games that I need to get to before the end of the year. Because once January 1st, 2020 comes, all of 2019 games no longer matter to me. That's sort of how it is with me. Like, I didn't get to Ori in the Blind Forest. I didn't get to... Um, oh, what's Journey? I didn't get to... There's so many great experiences I didn't get to because nature of the beast and the nature of the industry no one cares about those games now yeah no one wants me to come on here and talk about Ori in the blind forest when like everyone's already beat that game and destroyed yeah. that game and in- enjoyed that game no nah, like the only time who comes out go on well, i was about to say the only time that conversation will be relevant is right before Ori 2 comes but out. even then it won't because like you've got to think of like the content like it's always about the content it's like you gotta think before i do a podcast i always think it's about the title of the podcast right like it's that's that's the nature of it all. yeah like you can't be even you see when people click off the video like you can tell when people are disinterested it's like oh okay topic of the show happens and then drop off so it's like only okay. the hardcore of the hardcore Watch make the it through thing. the rest of that that's Get why i moved topic of the show from uh after questions to before questions now we need to talk about the show this week but if you haven't got a catchy headline and the, the topic no one cares you don't get clicks Got it. Yeah, it's a uh, strange. Next question says, has there ever been a game that was so emotionally draining that you had to take a break and really process what happened from it? Uh, from Ian Keen. Hmm. Not an Xbox game for me. Um, PS4, yes, but not Xbox. What game would it have been on the PS4? Last of Us. Yeah, Last of Us. I, I remember... 
I remember I was doing this weird thing with Lost Lost when I first broke in on PS3, where I started in trying to write, which is interesting. I was trying to write about my experience as I was going along with the game. So I'd play an hour of it, then write about it. And I remember being a part in that game, which doesn't really matter for this podcast, but a part in the game where I, and I was writing about it, and I was like, actually... Sitting that again, that's I think I care about the art so much about games. I don't really care about anything else. I learned a long time ago now that I watch films for enjoyment. I care, I don't watch that for art, right? Like, so I don't watch that artsy farty films. I'd much rather watch action or comedies, something to like take me away for two hours and then come back. If I want to feel something, I come to games, right? So, yeah, Last of Us, Last of Us is probably the only one that I've like did that. I mean, again, I've said this story before, but like Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, when the game tells you to save and turn off, that that moment for me was super, super weird and strange. And to sit, turn off the game and sit there as I think I was, I was in primary school, so I might have been like seven or eight, maybe even older. Depends on when the PS2 came out. Um, to sit there and really think about it and be like, huh, the social commentary on like you need to turn off the video game, like yeah. actually resonated with me. And I, so I don't know if you meant emotion by like crying. If that's the case, no. Only uh, The Walking Dead. I cried at the end of that, of yeah. season one. Um, I remember my mate my mate Jack was... I was on my bed because living at my mum's and my mate Jack was there watching me. And I started crying and he was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, yeah, because you don't get games the way I do. Like, because he was very much... He was the gamer score. So he played whatever games for gamer score. He played games to complete them for the sake of it. Like, like no, I play games for the art. I play games to experience these great stories. So Last yeah. of Us, Metal Gear Solid, and, uh, uh, and Walking Dead. Those would be the games that come to mind for me. Yeah. I think the only one I can think of that, like, really got me emotionally would be Last of Us. Okay. Um, But even then, like... Huh. I don't know if I've ever found it emotionally draining. I used to not be. As, like, lately, as, like, more lately, I've been, like, I'll watch movies and I'll kind of, like, get caught up a little bit and I'm like, oh, I don't know what this feeling is. What is this? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever felt emotionally draining. Yeah, no, I I don't think that's never come across me. Um, I've felt, like emotionally motivated from games and like yeah emotionally thought provoking i guess if yeah. that makes sense um but never draining yeah i think it definitely comes to like time and place in your life as well like i've been through some messed up stuff yeah. in my life um which is unfortunate but i use games to escape from that where some people use games to like get through those moments and stuff like that so they like associate like a certain time in their life with a certain game where with me it's a case of when bad stuff happened in my life and i played a game i done that to get away from that so i don't associate with that memory i associate with it allowing me to escape yeah if that makes sense like i remember like no absolutely a lot of borderlands i'd play that a lot which yeah. again, Borderlands is not emotional or anything like that. But I know there was bad times in my life that it was that game that I could just put on headphones, laugh a little bit, and shoot things like crazy and there's beautiful colors and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Next question, a long one, comes from a wild Jarmy. It says, "Do you think it's feasible for an iPhone slash iPad user to buy an Android phone slash tablet for XCloud use of uh, for XCloud use?" And then in brackets, we've got, of course, a non-contract phone. Uh, it would almost be like having a Switch with you. 
there are a couple Android phones I've been looking at, the Razer Phone 2 and the ROG phone, both of which come with a Joy-Con like device mainly looking because apple has been iffy on game streaming apps like it took years for stream steam streaming app to come out i know personally there are a few times i've took my switch to work i had to keep it under a watchful eye whereas a second phone i can just keep in my pocket already kind of have a second phone every day at work because it's our price scanners um from a wild jammy for me that's a case of you're jumping before you need to like yeah like um, you're d- like xbox are not dumb they yeah. understand that and apple are not dumb they understand that um x cloud is going to be a big deal and people people are going to care about it i know personally i would never um buy a sec a, a okay let me talk from a, a position where i have an xbox a playstation a switch and this is i'm not humble brag i'm just trying to put it into people's minds an iphone and an ipad yeah why would I then buy an Android device just for the sake of that when I know for well that it's going? You're, you're in this question. You're saying I know uh, they've been they've been iffy. It's like, but they haven't done that yet. You're already yeah. assuming it's going to be it's broken re- before it's even started. Yeah, it, you have to remember that it just relatively recently went to beta. Yeah, and the way betas generally work is it opens up to more platforms and more users over time. I'd wait if once xCloud is around the corner of like officially being released and it's still not on Apple at that point. And if you really want an, if you really want to play it at work and whatnot, then maybe you think on getting an Android and something on the lower end. Cause you have to remember that a better Android device doesn't necessarily make for a better game. No, because uh, it's the all funny streaming. Thing is, I have totally thought about buying an Android device because of that, because of it, I've been like, because like, I really want to play games in bed at the moment, like later. Yeah. Like, I was in bed till, like I said, like two o'clock in the morning. I was up till yesterday, just because I couldn't switch off. Oh, shut up, Siri. Um, <laughs> Siri, heard you talking about getting an Android. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Um, I didn't get that, but shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I've I, I totally wanted to play games last night in bed. Like I really wanted to. But I didn't want to play my Switch because there's nothing I really want to play on there now that I beat Pokemon. And I was like, I just could do with playing Blair Witch right now or any of these games that I need to get through. Yeah. I'm like, man, maybe I just go out and buy the cheapest Android phone I can get just so I can stream. It's like, but no, like it's going to come. It's going to come, yeah. obviously. I feel like it's a case of, again, it's that weird thing where like, because we see other people having fun with it, we're like, we need it. It's like, just wait. I want like, to be a part of that conversation. Conversation. I mean, like yeah. you chose to be in the apple ecosystem for a reason why would you then buy another phone that wants apple so this is my thing with you is you're gonna buy let's say i don't know how much these phones cost but let's say you're gonna buy this phone for 500 pounds yeah and then it comes out on your apple device you're gonna download it on your apple device you already care about your apple device more clearly because otherwise you'd have an android anyway so then what are you gonna do with that 500 pound phone sell it again and lose money on it what's what's the point it just all seems pointless and yom you're saying so you're gonna have a switch an Android phone for XCloud and an Xbox and a PlayStation and a PC. It just there just seems like way too many devices for no reason. At least for right now. I think for it's me. a little bit yeah. yeah. So for me, yeah. Where I'm like, my, yeah. With your specific situation, Yami, my recommendation would be to wait. Um, yeah. for most people I'd say probably not worth it personally. Wait for it to be bad first. And then the Android like again, I'm an Apple pony. I'm definitely an Apple pony. I I 
I love Apple devices, yada, yada, yada. So for me, it's a case of I would never buy it as a replacement. So it would just be like buying a Samsung Galaxy tablet or something like that. It's like, no, just too much money for no reason. For one, you're buying, that's like buying a, a, a console for one game. You don't do that. You're going to buy a phone strictly for the application of streaming games. People Why? do that. But I'm sure people do, but people in better financial state than me and Yami. Right, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Again, I know Yami personally as well, so it's like, that just doesn't seem like the best use of, of money. Yeah. But I that's agree. just my opinion. Two more questions, Crash, and then we can wrap up. And this one comes from Thomas Chubb, and it says... With XCloud uh, including Game Pass 2, do you see uh, fewer people getting the next Xbox console? For no. me, I just, no, I don't. But also, I don't care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I hate to, I hate to say, it, but like, I, I do remind people again: we don't have any uh, stock in Xbox. I don't do. I don't have stock in Xbox. Then do this podcast, like, convince people to buy Xboxes. Like, yeah. I see XCloud as a companion app not as a replacement app. XCloud is not going to work perfectly all of the time. And that's what I want from my devices, to work all of the time. Hence why I wouldn't buy another phone for XCloud is the same reason why I don't think it's going to replace anybody's Xbox who wants an Xbox. Yeah, I I think the most XCloud will do is it'll make people who couldn't buy an Xbox Day One get into the ecosystem quicker. Yes. I don't think somebody who's going to get the console is going to be like, Man, I really look forward to new console releases, but now that we have xCloud, I'm not going to get Scarlet. Or even, like, if PlayStation had streaming, I'm sure it wouldn't affect them either, or whatever yeah. platform. Well, I, just, so. I think it's it's definitely a companion to each, each whoever it is, right? It's a case yeah. of, you see PC owners buying Google Stadia. Like, why would they do that? It's because, again, it's a, it's a companion app to it. It's a case of, I can move my games freely and play them on the go and play them anywhere and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's not to replace their PC. I know that's what Google want it to be, but it's not. Yeah. Like, it's, not, it's not to replace. It's not to... Go on. Stadia's in a little bit of a different situation. Just because, what? like, with Xbox and presumably PlayStation as well, whatever you have on that platform will work on the streaming service. That's not... Stadia, Stadia is a Stadia, Stadia is a will, console. Whether you want to like, it's it's not a console, and soon it will become a streaming device. It will have a library of games that you get in a price point. Hopefully, soon in the next year. Yeah, that's yeah, the only way that I, survives. To be honest, I would be shocked if they didn't. Because again, it's like it's kind of being included in Game Pass is again not really. A, I don't see it as a big deal because it's kind of an obvious choice to me. It's one of those things where it's like. Well, obviously, if you own Game Pass, you're going to have that. Just like they've already confirmed that your library and stuff. It's like, that's obvious. That's not, that's not, that doesn't, I just don't think, I think someone who is in the PlayStation ecosystem is now going to go, okay, cool, I can get this device so I can play it on my, my Android device and play Gears of War and Sunset Overdrive and whatever the next games are for the next gen. But I do generally think that will then go, oh, well, I might as well get the device now because I want to be able to play it on my 4K TV if I have one or whatever it is. Like, you're not going to just want that experience. You're going to want all of the experiences. Yeah. I think. Okay. So, yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it stops people from buying a console. Um, it's not a replacement app. Phil has said that. It's not a replace your console. It's to add, to add to your console. And it's again, to build up Xbox. Yeah, I mean, but it's just to get more people in the ecosystem, right? Yep, absolutely. So, 
Because, like, here's the thing. If somebody's like, oh, yeah, I bought, um, that game is on sale on Xbox right now. I could get that, and then I could stream it through xCloud. And they yeah. play that on xCloud, and they're like, oh, this is kind of cool. Oh, Xbox is on sale now. Let me actually pick that up. I'll buy more games on that now that I know I can stream it, and it works for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was so. thinking about that from a PlayStation. From If you was a PlayStation fan, and you and you don't own anything but a PlayStation, why wouldn't you try out xCloud? Oh, yeah. Like, if you have no intention of ever buying it in Xbox, Xbox, but you really want to play the new Gears of War Halo, because you have played them in the past, and yeah. you see people talking about this all the time, like, oh, I really wish I could play that game, but I'm not going to invest into an Xbox for one or two games, you know? Yeah. Um, this gives them the avenue to actually, like, play that and everything. I feel, I feel like it's, it's the... It's the, it's the I can't think of a better analogy, but, like, it's the drug dealer giving the person a free piece of drugs, isn't it? It's like, here yeah. you go, check this out. Oh, now you've tried it, you're going to keep using XCloud. No one... I don't think playing a game on your phone is the best way to experience any of these games. Oh, absolutely not. It's just a more convenient way. Yeah. So when that becomes less convenient because you're sitting, you're sat indoors and you're like, man, I really want to play Gears of War 5 on my TV right now. You're going to go, oh, well, maybe how much is an Xbox? Let me go have a look. Oh, I can get a second-hand one this price. I can get mm. cheap. It's on sale. Let me get this. Like... This, this, playing this like this isn't the way to experience games. It's just to, it's a, it's a companion. It really yeah. is. Question, do we know if xCloud's going to be coming to, uh, like, Google Chrome and Roku yes. and stuff like that? It's going PC. to? Okay. Yeah. As far Got as I'm aware, yes. Got it. Next up, and last one, is from Matt Ford. And he says, with the Master Chief Collection coming to PC and the continued narrative that all Xbox games will be playable on both Xbox and PC, are you worried this may impact negatively on the console experience? No, 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 no. We've been through this. I'm done with this question. This comes up I, all the time. I just have, like, one question for people who ask this. Like, what would be the negative impact for console? Does like does Skyrim become a worse experience because it's on PC as well? You know, do and does any game that's on PC as well become worse of an experience? Was Witcher worse because it was on PC? No. Yeah, I know. That's the that's the answer. That's how easy it is. Like, is it, it doesn't. If anything, it allows companies like Microsoft, who have a limited ba- player base on Xbox, to invest more money because they're like, well, we're gonna be getting PC players to buy the game as well. Yep. I, it just no it just there's no it's easy to look at it because as soon as wait until next gen wait yeah. until next gen and we start seeing sony play uh sony games pop up on pc we yeah. already seen it with death stranding yeah and obviously um damn what's david cage's studio uh oh man Remin- uh quantity dream yeah no, quantity is, that, dream. is that right is that right yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds right I think that's right. Again, I'm not a PlayStation guy. Yeah, Quantic Dream um, and the game was Quantic Break, right? Quantum Break. No, it Quantum was, Break was Remedy. Yeah, I'm saying the game was Quantum Break. Gotcha. Quantum yes, Dream. Quantum they Dream. were the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They were like Quantum Dream. Um, their games run perfectly on PC. Yeah. And they look just as good. And because I remember, like, the one thing I always remember is like, oh, it's it's made for PlayStation, so it looks better, it plays better. It's this, 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 this. It's like now these games are slowly trickling out onto different platforms. It's like. Oh, that was all bullshit. Yeah, I'm it was sure, the developer. Like, I'm sure exactly. I'm sure Naughty Dog and uh, will make a better experience just for one console because they don't have one console to worry about. But don't think that Uncharted wouldn't play good on an Xbox. 
Yeah. It, it's like, also like... <laughs> it, may, it may not look as good because they haven't got as much time or something like that. Yeah. But it would play just as well. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, if you have to think about it, like, uh, first-party studio is more incentivized to make a game look better because yeah. that job... that game's job is to get people into the console right exactly. to get people to buy a console it's why sony games look so good is because sony puts a priority on that and, and so the xbox games oh like, absolutely Rise of rome when that first dropped looked beautiful oh it looked, of War yeah. five now looks it's probably yeah. one of the best looking games i've played this generation bar yeah. none no. like yeah it's it's yeah, no, no, <laughs> this isn't going to matter at all, and it isn't going to affect the console experience at all, in my opinion. No, I agree. We already spoke about what we've been playing, really. Um, anything to yeah. add on World War Z? Obviously, I know we've um, been playing that. It's fun, or than I thought it would be. Is it actually better than you thought it would be? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot better than I thought it would be, to be honest. Like, uh-huh. a lot better. Oh, Not. I don't want. I don't want people to think that I'm like, saying this like game of the year or anything no um but it is a lot better um and also if you have people to f- play with it's fun yeah so i'm looking forward to finishing yeah. that yeah it's cool not today though we could maybe who knows <laughs> who knows where life takes us who knows where the wind will <laughs> blow who knows who knows uh news this week which was kind of from last week as well xbox scarlet won't focus on vr because nobody's asking for it Vice President of Gaming at Microsoft, Phil Spencer, has had an interview with Severio at XO19 that the virtual reality isn't a big part of next-gen console export Scarlet. Quote, we're responding to what our customers are asking for, and nobody's asking for VR, said Spencer. The vast majority of our customers know if they want a VR experience, there's a place to go get those. We see volumes of those on PC and other places. Crash... He's hit the nail on the head here, right? Yeah. Like, um, I think. Anybody, go on. I think something like VR is like it's a slow burn, and it's a very slow burn where people will slowly get into it. It's not something you're gonna do, and everybody's gonna be like buy it. That's sort of like what Microsoft had with the mentality with the Connect, right? Yeah. Was they put yes. that out, and everybody's gonna want it because it's a new tech, and you can do cool stuff in games. And maybe if it was more popular, we would have some, some seen some really interesting stuff done. Yeah. But there's not really a demand for it. So it'd kind of be a waste of production value for them. I mean, I just think they've hit the nail on the head. The Vive is the best headset out there. So why why even bother and worry about any other um, console, any other headset? Why worry about it? Just go and play a Vive. Like, if that's your competitor. Like, I, would, I, I do find it interesting they didn't partner with Oculus. That was always my thing. I thought they would. I thought they would partner with Oculus, and yeah. they didn't. <laughs> Look at your dog in the background. <laughs> I apologize. He's been no, annoying me for good. like the past twenty minutes. <laughs> no, good. Cracks me up. So yeah, oh. I, I think this is smart. Like, why put? Don't put R. Don't put money into VR. Wait yeah. until it's proven, then put a headset out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you said with Oculus, like it would have made sense for them to partner with Oculus. But seeing as they didn't want to, and I'm sure if they really wanted to, they could have pushed for a partnership. This doesn't close the door on a, a, a Vive being able to be played on a Scarlet either. Oh, absolutely not. It says that they're not going to do it themselves, but... Yeah. I mean, that would be cool if you could use any headset on, like, an Oculus or a Vive um, on Xbox, which I don't think it's going to have the power to be able to do it. I was going to say, like, with the PlayStation, I know with the PSVR, it has, like, its own power brick and everything. Yeah. 
So, yeah. But That'd yeah, be the I only, like, detriment for that. Yeah. Next up, short one. Codemasters has been uh, has bought out slightly uh, mad studios for $30 million. Uh, that vision will bring slightly uh, mad racing expertise into Codemasters organization, which has been established, uh, a well-established uh, specialization in the genre for the entirety slightly mad. 150-person team will make the transition as part of the deal. The UK publisher will pay $30 million, £23 um, million pounds, up front in a $25 million in cash, $5 million stocks. Um, blah, 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 blah. So, there you go. That's cool. Yep. Charts this week, Crash. Some interesting stuff in the charts, Crash. Oh. Here is the UK's GFK top 10, ending for the week of the 30th of November. FIFA, number one. Number two, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number three, Star Wars. Number four, Sea of Thieves. Ooh. Number five, Minecraft Xbox Edition. Number six, uh, Pokemon Sword. Number seven, My, uh, Murakar 8. Number eight, Pokemon uh, Shield. Number nine, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Number 10, Marvel Spider-Man. Number four, Sea of Thieves in the UK. Yeah. Physical. Was there um, Black Friday must sales? Been. Must have been. Right? M- must. I don't, I don't know that how this is sold that well. Minecraft? It has. I I would imagine it's um, Black Friday. It went from it went from twenty third, yeah, to fourth. Yeah, both of those respectively twenty four and twenty three. Oh, on Minecraft, yeah. Yeah, so it has like that's a crazy jump, and I don't think they've had content drop lately. I know they had a while ago, but nothing super recent. They had a Gears of Warship drop relatively recently. I don't think that causes sales like that though. Yeah. Like I, said, I feel like it's just that thing where it's word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. Oh, this seems like a game. Oh, it's on sale on Black Friday. There you go. I'll Bye. buy it, even though they yeah. probably paid more for that than they would Game Pass. Yes, but people just don't get it. Yeah. And then here's the top 10 best-selling games uh, combined by digital and physical, ending for the week of 24th. Football Manager number one. We did it! Wow. We did it. Uh, Foot Manager 2020 number one Number two Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order Number three Call of Duty Number four FIFA Number five Pokemon Sword Number six Pokemon Shield Number seven Grand Theft Auto V Number eight Luigi's Mansion 3 Number nine Need for Speed And number ten Rainbow Six Siege Football Manager baby Let's go Do you think it ends up on this list at all Next week? No Okay so it's a complete drop-off. Yes, definitely. Okay. Games with Gold this month. We've got a new month of Games with Gold. We have Insane Robots available from the 1st of December to the 31st. It's a good game. I interviewed the dev, actually, for this game on my YouTube channel right now. Um, it's like a card-based game, um, but it's it got some in-depth um, mechanics. It's actually quite fun. I enjoyed what I played. So definitely worth checking out, especially if you already pay for Games with Gold. Obviously, Greg Miller has confirmed that Games with Gold isn't free, so uh, everyone get off my back. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Don't you guys are me. probably going to get that mentioned for the next few weeks. Jurassic I'm surprised World you didn't have an audio l- clip. Huh? I'm surprised you didn't have an audio clip ready. How did you know I've not edited it in? Oh, damn. You're right. I didn't think of that. Jurassic World Evolution is available from the 16th of December to January 15th. Toy Story 3 is available from December 1st to December 15th. And Castlevania Lords of Shadow is available from December 16th to December 31st. 
crash we managed to get an episode to a whole hour and five minutes let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of here not too shabby if i say so myself crash yeah, not bad at all not bad at all what you got to plug twitch.tv forward slash crashnik that's crashnik i was gonna say crashnik plays jesus doesn't even know his own urls um i i i do i corrected myself i just let you know that i almost messed it up oh okay we couldn't tell on your face there <sighs> give me it's your okay, twitch prime so i can support this dog i mean it's not your dog though shut up they don't know that <laughs> oh sorry yeah yeah i won't give crush your twitch prime and support it and blah 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 uh for me just youtube.com slash mc fixer this week uh we've got a influx in youtube subscribers uh because of the interview with greg miller that's gone up and the kind of funny best friends meet up check out those videos i spent a lot of time on both of them um so i'd appreciate it go drop a nice comment go drop a like and again do subscribe youtube.com slash mc fixer stop what you're doing right now and go do hit it. the subscribe button. I'd appreciate it. Onwards and upwards. The road to 4K crash. The road to 4K. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Until next time, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbye. Bye.